Welcome to episode 173 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we are coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, and on Instagram at tdrexplorer, and you guessed it, on Facebook at facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. And you can also find us on a variety of other places, including YouTube, where Chris puts together these amazing videos. So check it out if you want to see all the new goods and him eating all the food. It's very, very fun. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia. I'm the official photographer for TDR Explorer, and you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Dream Sweets Love. And I've been enjoying, I don't know if enjoying is the right word. I've been <laughs> experiencing um, the, the Halloween goods experience at the park this week. And uh, I have a whole story about that. But Chris, what's going on with you? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good. Getting ready for Halloween and all that fun stuff. I'm so excited. I know. <laughs> it's a fun it's a fun time of year it really I love is it. and yeah i'm one of your other hosts uh chris chief content editor of tdr explorer and i am the one that's going to be eating all the halloween food relatively soon here so i cannot wait for that well like for this episode and we're talking about um the digital digital art museum which is fun have you been to that i can't remember I haven't been to the actual, like, I haven't been to Borderless or Planet. So this is, so when we're talking about, like, um, this kind of, like, digital art museum, it's, a, a, both of them are by Team Lab, um, and they're really well known for doing different installation art pieces um, in Japan, and I, I'm pretty sure maybe internationally as well. Um, but I've seen um, one of their installations in front of Tokyo Station and one at the Mori Art Museum um, for the, the space exhibit they had a couple of years ago. And they have another smaller piece at Ginza 6, actually. So you can look around and see if you can find that. But oh, I nice. have, it's really nice, yeah. But I have not been um, to uh, these uh, kind of like, um, like it's, it's like a bunch of different experiences in a big building. So you can spend hours there experiencing all these installation pieces, which is, it looks incredible. And they do such an amazing job. Um, have you been yet? Yes. I, yeah, I went to the Digital Art Museum, the one in uh, Odaiba. Okay, cool. Yeah. What did you think? It, oh, I loved it. It was, it was different. I'll give them that. It was very different. <laughs> it's something. It's it's one of those things I've never done before, mm-hmm. um, or I, I shouldn't say done before. I, I haven't experienced before sensory overload. Oh sure, yeah. It was yeah. It was very obviously very visually visually stimulating, which is you know that's what <laughs> that's what it's all about. Uh, so before we 
start talking about it just really quick about our patreon if you want to support the show you can head on over to patreon.com slash tdr now and you can uh, to our patreon and we have different rewards and perks and one of them is the two dollar level where you get early access to all our episodes so you'll get it 24 hours before it goes live every everywhere else and it's a really easy way to show your support for the show. So if you enjoy the show, listen all the time and stuff like that, just head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. And yeah, you can support the show that way. Before before we get into the Digital Art Museum, you said something about the Halloween goods for Tokyo Disney. Um, I want you to elaborate on that really quickly because okay. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Um, it was like... It was a trauma. Okay, so the goods are all extremely cute and amazing. Um, the, the experience of buying the goods was not so amazing, so much so that it made the news um, on the Japanese news. A lot of people were very, very upset. Um, there were some safety issues involved, and I don't know exactly what went wrong because it's not like the company has never had a merch event or other big events they've been constantly doing it for over 30 years so they have the experience to avoid something like this but um needless to say um an hour before park opening the lines we're out to the buses. Like when I when I say the buses, I mean past the bus area around where the curb goes around. And the lines were like curved around because there was no space for all the people. And um, that was an hour before. Then um, once you got into the park, um, within under within under two hours, a lot of the merch was gone, like completely gone, sold out. And the, it was just really bizarre. I'm like, it was it, it was a really hot day. I had read some reports on Twitter about people collapsing. Um, I had seen babies crying in line. And it was just like really, really bizarre. And then the thing is that, um, what do you think is the point of the, because we're, we're going to talk about this on another episode, the app. What do you think the point of the shopping service is on the app? Uh, for the app itself, I guess they uh their thought is probably to alleviate lines. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And then I thought, well, you know, and I was in line and I'm like, oh, let me just do the anniversary stuff now because I don't need it right away. And I saw some stuff was starting to sell out. So I was worried it would be sold out in the store. So I'm like, okay, I, it'll come on the 4th. It takes a little while. I don't care. It's fine. So I bought the anniversary stuff for Disney Sea's anniversary through the app. Really easy to use. Um, but the app sold out even sooner than the shop. So I'm like, well, what's the point of the app? The, the, what I thought the app was for was that you could buy the goods. It's less hassle. You don't have to wait in line. And at the worst, you receive it a bit later. You know, like if it's really popular and it's selling out in the stores in the park, I thought, oh, you order it and it'll just arrive at your house later. But no, it was totally sold out on the app. So there was like no way to buy it. So I'm like, well, what's the point of the app? Because what I saw it as was that the app was basically a way for resellers to shop while they're waiting in line to shop. That's what I saw as saw it as that day. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. You can double purchase, which is I'm pretty sure what they did. So this is perfect for the next episode because yeah. we're recording. We're 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 doing uh, two episodes back to back here, so we're talking about the the Tokyo Disney app next in the next episode. So this is perfect. We're so gonna we're gonna hold on to that thought. <laughs> I will. And we'll talk about it more in the next one. Okay, so that was and it was on the Japanese news, and there was this whole to do about it. So <laughs> it was very interesting. Well, and. And just to kind of plug something I wrote uh, a week ago, I wrote like what I predicted what was going to sell out and how the lines were going to be. And I was like, I wasn't like 100% correct, but I was on the right path. <laughs> I kind of predicted it a little like I, I knew the lines were going to be bad. And yeah, they were. <laughs> and there was no line. There was no tickets given out. Return tickets. Uh, yeah. So it was I, like uh, a yeah. cluster duck. Cluster Donald. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, on the next episode. So make sure you, you stick around for that one. It'll be out after this one. All right. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, let's reel it back to the digital art museum. Okay. Let's do it. A, a different kind of experience. Yes. And as I was doing the notes for the show, I thought it was kind of funny because the digital art museum is in Odiva. And in our bonus episode that we did last month, we talked about how Odaiba is overrated. This is one of the things I would say that is not overrated, though. No. Yeah. So, there, yeah. In our bonus episode, we were talking about the things we think are overrated in Tokyo. And spoiler alert, we said Odaiba was one of those places. <laughs> but not the entire area, just most of it. Right, right. <laughs> Minus the Digital Art Museum. <laughs> so yeah so digital art museum it is something else um to start off it costs it's not cheap it's about 30 us dollars per person well per adult and a child uh which is considered between four and 14 is about nine dollars and then um they also have they call it a disabled person discount um it's a person who has a disability certificate and one accompanying person and that's about fifteen dollars so you save some money there i would i would guess you know wheelchairs would be acceptable for that i guess Uh, they don't really go into detail on the website they just say a disability certificate so just like a doctor's note or something like that i guess but yeah anyway uh you can buy your tickets like buy them online. Don't buy them. Don't buy them at the door because you might be waiting, and there's no point. Like if you can buy it online, you can buy it right through the official site, really easy, and it's all in English, so it's pretty simple. And there's also like discount tickets you can find through like Voyage and Kluke, those third-party sellers, and you can buy them through there as well to save yourself a little bit of cash. When you went, was it like mm-hmm. when it first opened, or was it more recent? More recent. I went about. Two months ago. Okay, so that's not bad because it used to have, I heard, insane lines and it was sold out and I heard it's much better now. Yeah, so I went, I believe I went like on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. It it opens at 10 a.m., but I didn't get there till about noon and I didn't wait. Like there was no, well, like there was a line, but because they kind of put, they do people in batches. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was just, I got there and I was in the next batch. So I waited like maybe 10 minutes. Because, you know, they have to scan people in and fill up, like, the little area. Then, like, there's a safety spiel, blah, 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 blah. And then you go in. So I, I waited, like, 10 minutes. And I bypassed the tickets counter because I bought I bought my ticket online. Yeah. So I just, like, walked right up and they scanned it and I went in. So it was really easy. But, yeah, I, I've heard um, also from friends that have gone on the weekends. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You can be waiting anywhere two to three hours just to get in. Right, right. Which you don't want to, like, that's a waste. Like, you don't want to wait that long. Not to mention, once you get inside, some of the more popular installations, they can have a line. So that will also take up time as well. So the weekday is definitely, weekday mornings is the time to hit it, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. And at like as for getting there, it's really simple. You want to just go to Tokyo Teleport Station, which is on the Rinkai line. And you walk up to, it's called Pallet Town. And there's like it's actually right under under the really big Ferris wheel. Right. And um, it's super simple to find. And there's signs everywhere. And like you'll have no problems finding it. And if you're actually coming from Tokyo Disney Resort, uh, you go from Maihama Station to Shinkiba Station. And then you transfer there and then take the train to Tokyo Teleport Station. And boom, you're done. Before going in, mm-hmm. I know at Planets that a lot of the pieces, you cannot wear a skirt and they have like shorts that you can borrow. Um, mm. I know you don't have to worry about this problem, but were there any um, installation pieces where with water or where a skirt would not be appropriate, like for people that are going for the first time? Yeah. And so, yeah, this one was the borderless one. And there was a couple of them. Uh, one that I remember for sure was the the room with the bulbs hanging from the ceiling. Uh-huh. Um, and the, like the walls and the ceiling and the floor are all near. So if you're wearing a skirt, they tell you if you want, like they give you like a little, like a, another kind of skirt, short thing. It was kind of strange looking, but it's black. And so you can put it on. So then that way, you know, if you're standing, obviously the, the floor is a mirror and you don't want the reflection to go up your skirt. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're concerned about that, they'll, they'll, they'll have like little skirt things that go over so that doesn't happen. Great, great. Okay. And everything there is bilingual from what I remember. Not that there's a lot of like talking and stuff, but like all, all the signage and stuff is in English. Um, I think there's, there's English and Mandarin, I believe Korean as well. Very cool. I would say I spent four hours there, but I really took my time. You could probably do the whole thing in probably about three hours. If you, because, you know, I, I walked around, I took pictures, I did some things twice or three times. I sat down, I just enjoyed everything. I like, I, I really took my time. Yeah. And I think you should, because it, it really is um, an experience. It's not something that you just like walk in, you're like, okay, saw it and you walk out. And, oh. Something fell down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not one of those. It's not like a traditional museum where you just like walk a certain path and then you're done. Mm-hmm. Like when you walk in, you're actually you you walk into a, like a dark room and all you see are three white signs that go in different directions telling you where to go. Like saying like this room is this, this room is that, and this room is this other thing. There's there's no set path. You just go. There's like there's hidden rooms and there's rooms that are not very obvious that it is a room or like some of the projections and stuff are done in such a way that like the angle makes it look like it's a solid wall, but Mm. it's actually not. Yeah. Like if you look at it from a different angle, it's like, oh, it's actually a hallway. Or it's like, oh, this is like this wall is actually like a curtain. Mm-hmm. So like you, you you can put your hand through it. And you're like, oh, there's a totally other room in here. Like it was just it's it's one of those things that just makes you explore. Right. It just like, there's just so much to like look at and stuff. Like you're just kind of like 
going through it all. The one thing that I was disappointed in, like there's like the whole thing was fantastic. I loved it. There was one thing that I thought was not worth it at all. I can't remember the name of it now, but it's in one of the first rooms with like um, all the floral on the wall. Mm -hmm. And there's this experience that you wait for. And I waited about an not an hour maybe about 40 minutes for it Mm -hmm. and you're like in this big room and you're in a big net like you 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 walk into a net and it looks like you're in this gigantic room but it's all mirrors so it makes it look bigger than it actually is okay and you're like in the air in this net and you're supposed to look up and there's like stars and stuff shooting over Mm -hmm. it was very underwhelming for me okay (laughs) I, i was like oh this was really wasn't worth the 40 minute wait oh no so if you're short on time, skip it. Um, I wish I could remember the name, but it's near the beginning. So just, you know what? Forget it. Don't, don't even bother. I thought it was not worth it at all. What was your absolute favorite? My absolute favorite? So th- this was a hidden room. It took me a little bit to find it. <laughs> you know what? I couldn't even explain how to find it. The whole thing is like very, the whole experience is very dark. So like the lights come from all the projections on the walls. So it's like, it's kind of, you get disoriented a little bit. Like you don't know, because there's, because there's no set path, right? Right. So you're just kind of like discovering things as you go. So sometimes I couldn't find what I found before. I'm like, oh, I want to go back here, but I don't know how to find it. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway there's this room and it's a smaller room and you go in and in the middle is all these beanbag chairs mm-hmm. and then along the wall are like waves like digital waves like they're not like realistic yeah. they're kind of like digital artistic kind of waves and all you hear is just like really calming music and like the sound of the waves and like some kind of like electronic kind of digital sounds yeah it was just like, it was really soothing. And I actually, I fell asleep in there. I just sat on a beanbag and I just relaxed and I fell asleep for, I don't know how long. <laughs> Three hours. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was probably my one of my favorite parts of it. Oh, very cool. Man, there was just so much to it. And, you know, a, a lot of them were kind of hard to explain. You kind of have to like see it like they had like you know there's like the big rooms with like just digital projections that you kind of interact with on the um on the wall and there's the there's the one that everyone takes pictures on where it's like this big hill mm-hmm. and it goes up to the wall and then the wall is like all digital projections and stuff that room is really nice it's just really busy so yeah. you're not going to get a picture of just yourself in it it's not just not going to happen <laughs> Maybe we um, go first thing in the morning and you find it really quick. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I know one of our listeners um, at Jobber99, um, mm-hmm. they went with their family and they were saying how the kids did one where they do an illustration and it comes to life. It becomes like animated. And they thought yeah, that was so really they have, fun. Yeah, so they have um, like a family, like a family friendly area. Mm-hmm. And there's like there's games and stuff where people are kind of like racing each other and there's like slides and there's a couple of stations where you draw stuff and yeah, it'll come to life, which is really cool. So like you'll you'll draw something on paper, but then the projection of it will show up on the wall along with everybody else's, which is really cool. And like the room, like it's on the second floor, but the room isn't like it's not just like a flat room. Like there's there's hills and dips and it's really interesting on how the whole thing is done which i thought was really cool and they even have um there's like this one little area that's for people who have infants like children that are crawling 
which I thought was really cool Aww. that they had something like that. Oh, for sure. So yeah, there's like this is definitely for all ages. It's not just for, you know, it's not just for Instagram. It's 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 for everybody, which is really cool. <laughs> I, I really like that. That something for the family as well, which is always good. Yeah. Um. Oh. Oh. So okay. One of my other favorite things there was the the uh, tea room, which was called the NT House. This okay. was really, really cool. And you know, I guess just as a note, there's no like place to really eat here. So you should eat either before mm. or after because um, there's there's no restaurants or anything in it except for this tea house. But it's tea. You know, that's not exactly a meal. But anyway, this tea house, um, it's not included in your ticket. So you, so you have to pay for like the, the tea and the ice cream. I got ice cream as well. And what? Okay. How much is that? About 500 yen. So about $5. Not bad. Um, okay. So what what makes it really cool is they bring out your your matcha tea, and when they put it on the table, it starts like growing flowers, like digital flowers, and they start like engulfing the area around on your table, which is really cool. It sounds beautiful. And then if you if you if you would move the glass, then the petals mm-hmm. would like blow away. Oh. And then, and then the flower would again start growing inside your cup, and start so doing cool. it, doing it again. And the same thing that happens with uh, your ice cream, but it's a different projection, mm. which is really cool. So I sat there for like a good half an hour, just really milking, <laughs> milking <laughs> my tea. <laughs> which yeah, that was really cool. That was probably my other favorite thing there. I didn't wait at all, actually. I just walked right up. Like, there was like one or two people ahead of me, but there wasn't a long line, which is really nice. Not bad. Yeah. And again, like I went in the in the Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever it was. So it wasn't very busy, which is really nice. So doing the cafe is definitely a must, I'd say. Okay. Because it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just so cool. I love it. <laughs> um, oh, I, I do have a bunch of videos. Like I, I didn't do a YouTube video on this or anything because I really just wanted to experience it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have stuff on uh, on Instagram under under my Instagram stories. I saved a highlight on there, so I have a bunch of videos on there. If anyone listening wants to go and check it out, you can go and do that. Like the whole thing was just mind blowing with some of the stuff. There was one there was one room that was really strange. They had um, like traditional, you know, um, in uh, Japanese art. You know, there's the um, like the the frogs that are always in like karate poses wait what you know that like you know like the old japanese like art you know there's like the different animals that do like different martial arts you know like there's like no. you know, there's like a frog that's dressed up like a like in karate outfit or kendo or whatever okay i gotta check these out yeah so there, there's a room with that <laughs> it sounds very cute so it's like frog there's a frog and there's a rabbit and i think there's like a samurai and oh. what it is is um they're all projected on like they're all in a row, but there's like 15 rows and they're all doing the same motion, but yeah. they're all kind of off by like a couple like milliseconds. So it kind of has like this weird wave effect, okay. if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's in like in the room is really dark and all you see are these like holograms that are like floating in the air because it's all projection on, on glass. Yeah. And it's like it's really trippy. It's really weird. <laughs> but it was really it was really neat. I really like that. There was another 
like it wasn't really much a much of a room. It was more like a a pocket in a hallway, if that makes any What's sense. That? Okay, it kind of makes sense. So it's okay. Like, if you're walking down a hallway and then on the right there's like a big like kind of a supposed to be another hallway but the hallway kind of ends but it's curved to look like a mm-hmm. bowl i don't it's really hard to explain yeah anyway there's like this motion projection happening so there's like a butterfly flying but if you like stand right at the entryway into this smaller roomish thing then it feels like you're actually moving just the way the projections are moving and stuff and it's like really fast wow so if anyone's ever played um there's a there's a music rhythm game called groove coaster i don't know if anyone has heard of it but if you if you play groove coaster you know exactly what i'm talking about it's like that weird movement where if you're like focusing in on it it feels like you're moving just because everything moves in unison and it's like you're going up and down and flipping over and everything it's really it can make you dizzy it made me a little dizzy just watching it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um as for other rooms there's a they even have um like in the hallways and stuff they'll, they'll they'll just be like random animals like walking along the walls which is really neat mm-hmm. i thought uh i did the the light bulb room the one where they, if you're wearing a skirt they ask you to put on another skirt thing that one i waited probably about a good 20 minutes for okay. and this was on a weekday still so because um how they do it is they only let in so many people at a time like, it's not one of those right. continuous things. It's like you go into the room and you're in there for about two minutes and then they usher mm-hmm. you out and then they let the next group in. Was there any rooms with um, like water features or anything like that? Uh, not real water, no. But okay. there was um, the other room that I'm like everyone sees on Instagram and stuff is like the one with the LED lights hanging from the ceiling all the way to the floor. So you're right. kind of walking through like a digital forest kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. there's like different kind of weather effects so there'll be like thunderstorms all of a sudden and then showers and then it'll be sunny and bright it was really neat and like yeah i love their work man it, they're so good it's, it's such a sensory overload so of course if you're sensitive to that kind of stuff you're probably not going to want to go <laughs> um not true. yeah if you're sensitive to like seizures and things like that it's digital art museum is probably not the place for you because there's a lot of flashing and stuff like that probably double check the website for that i'm sure they have something like that yeah so i I spent about four hours there you could probably do it in three but i I did four i took my time with that so um it's a it's a good way to spend your day in odaiba you know if you want to do that and then once you're done you can just head on over to diver city which is one of the big malls there and they have lots of food options there so you can go and get something to eat i don't recommend venus fort which is great Beside the Digital Art Museum, it's not very good. It's not very good. <laughs> it's not a very good mall. I mean, it's a it's a it's a big outlet mall. Yeah, which is what people come for. Eh. You know, I, I'm not into it. Like I, I, we talked about this in the over in the overrated episode. <laughs> yeah, <we did. laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's a mall. Yeah, I mean, Diver City is also a mall. It's it's a it's basically it's a big a gigantic mall. mall. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not too different, you no, know? But, but they have a big Gundam statue, which is maybe worth checking out. But overall, though, the, the, the Digital Art Museum is definitely a must. Like, 100%. Oh, for sure. Like, you have to do it. It is really, really cool. And I would definitely, I, I would go again in a heartbeat. Easy. Man, now I want to go. Okay, you need to go. I don't know why you haven't now yet. summer's over. Well, no, because it was so crowded before. And I've been, I've been to their other events, you know? Hmm. But I've never been to like the bit the permanent 
building. So yeah, I'm gonna check out maybe planets. Yeah, check out planets. Yeah, that, that's their other one. Because I know that one's only it's not permanent. It's um it's limited. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the the this one the digital art museum is permanent. It's there until yes. whenever, right? So it'll probably be there when you get to Tokyo. Planets, on the other hand, no, that's limited. So make sure you check check that before uh, before anything. So mm-hmm. there you go. Oh my goodness, a half an hour went by quick. It's really fun though. Well, before we go, we're going to thank some wonderful explorers who are supporting us here on Patreon and they're pledging the $5 or more level, which means they get a shout out at the end of the show. And I'll start first because I know, Patricia, how much you love to say a one name <laughs> in particular. <laughs> I hope the other people like don't feel bad because they're not getting like special attention. (laughs) (laughs) I love you all. (laughs) Yes, we do. So a big thank you to Acro and Disney Girl, Amanda, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Emily, and Baker. And thank you to Jamie and Jose. Thank you, Kathy, Lee, Marie H, and Michael. Thank you, Murray and Sophie, and of course, Spoopy. Thank you, Stephanie, Thomas, Tomoko, Kay, Alex, and Alexandra. A big thank you to all you explorers and everyone who is supporting us on Patreon. We really do appreciate it. And don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure you tell everybody about us. And if you have any questions or suggestions for the show, just send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. And you can find us up on our website at tdrexplorer.com. And we're also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all those fun places under TDR Explorer. And I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explorer. And I am the one playing with his food at the Digital Art Museum because it's awesome. So there you go. (laughs) And joining me, as always, is the awesome Patricia. And Trish, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dreamsies Love. And I am the one recovering from shopping. That shouldn't be something you recover from. No. Um, I was really happy with what we managed to get uh, and it's really really cute stuff and we'll talk about that soon we're going to talk about everything Halloween coming up very very soon um, and the app and how to use the app and all that good stuff so keep listening and keep exploring guys we'll see you next time alright until next time